Tension and trauma. What is your body holding on to? Hello, friend. Welcome back to the Finding Freedom podcast, where we talk about how to feel more calm, more connected, heart-centered, grateful, abundant, and empowered, so you can find true freedom and create the life you were meant to be living. Gosh, how is it almost Christmas? And have you been reflecting on and processing 2023? I hope so. And if not, I encourage you to start doing this soon. In fact, I'm going to put out a podcast next week all about this. But today's episode was pre-recorded while I went on a walk in the Aussie bush. I do love a good bush walk, especially because it gives me the time to think and process things. Now, on this particular walk, I was reflecting on a specific traumatic event that took place when I was a little girl and how this unexpectedly came up to be released. So be sure to tune in all the way to the end to hear my story. But before we dive into that story, a little more on trauma. As you know, I'm someone who works with the movement of energy and trauma is something that is therefore really important to understand more about because trauma is energy. However, even if you're not someone who works with energy, you're an energetic being. So that means, I believe, that it's important for you to know about trauma too. But I feel like trauma has become a bit of a buzzword in health and wellness. A lot of people are speaking about it and a lot of people speak about it in a way that maybe elicits a little fear. And so while trauma does come in all shapes and sizes in all forms, it's not something to fear. Like I said, it's just energy. It's something we all hold within our bodies due to the experiences we've had in our lives. Some of these experiences we're aware of and some of them we're not. So as I said, trauma is simply energy stored within the body. But when it's released, it can induce the feelings that you had at the time of the specific event that led to that trauma, that led to that energy being stored. So these feelings can be relived or re-experienced. Memories may or may not accompany those feelings and conscious thoughts may or may not accompany those feelings. But overall, what happens is that you do something, you do an action or a movement or a breath practice, you visit a specific location or you see someone and in this moment, the body remembers the event, it gets triggered and you have this experience again, the energy within you is moved. For example, and this has happened to me, you may be in a yoga pose and all of a sudden find yourself crying and not understanding why. You may do a breathwork class and trigger a memory and experience a great release of emotion. Also happened to me many times. 
you may go to a location where something happened to you and this triggers something in your memory and that creates the feeling and moves the energy. You may meet a person from your past, speak to them. This creates that movement of energy again. You feel those emotions through your words or intention. You may even have a release in a dream where you find yourself extremely emotional or wake up crying. There are so many different situations like these or examples where this energy gets moved, triggered and moved, and you'll feel things and you might remember things or you might not. But basically you're experiencing the event over again, like I said, consciously or unconsciously. And as your body's processing the movement of this energy, emotion quite literally spells energy, E, in motion, the intensity of the experience may induce a big emotional response in you. It can be anything from crying to screaming to big physical movements or expressions, anger, other types of vocalizations, even panic attacks. However, as the saying goes, better out than in. You do want to move this energy. Storing it any longer than it needs to be in your body is not serving your highest good. And if you're not aware, if you hold on to this old, stale, stagnant energy, your physical health can and often does ultimately suffer. You may have heard about connections to parts of the body or it may just make sense to you. For example, if someone suffers a heart attack, where is the blockage in their heart and how are they being around the people that they love or just how are they being in general? Do you think that someone who has a heart attack has an open heart, given that we've got our heart chakra in this space? What's going on in that space? Can we make the connection to that? A lot of people, when they're stuck in that 3D approach to things, look at it from a 3D perspective. So, and this is what doctors do, right? They go inside and they say, well, something's blocking your arteries. And oftentimes that can be the case, but what caused that? Was it the food or was it the emotion or lack of emotion? What about digestion? Something I've struggled with most of my life. What things, what feelings, what energies, what experiences is someone not digesting well in life? Of course, you can go way deeper into these. I'm just giving you a very surface example. And if you want to go deeper into these things, you can find more about the metaphysical connections of energy to the physical body through some books. There are loads of them out there. One that I love is called The Secret Language of Your Body. It's written by a woman called Inna Segal. And then there's a famous book by Louise Hay called Heal Your Body. She has a, a few of them. So when you have an energetic release, whether it's intentional or not, it really shouldn't last much longer than around 90 seconds. 
if a trauma response goes on for much longer than that, then you're really getting caught up in the experience and you're not letting it go. And this is where panic attacks happen because someone will start to feel the energy moving. Something will start to maybe come up for them, thoughts, feelings, memories, and they linger in that. Rather than letting it go and just allowing that emotion to move through them, they hold on. And this is no judgment to that person. I have been there myself. I've had many panic attacks in my life when I was younger, and it is really easy to get caught up in it. It's easy to think that you're dying. I mean, we see it all the time, people going to hospitals and things like that, having had panic attacks, but thinking that they were having a heart attack. And really the difference between the two experiences is that one is caught up with the thoughts, whereas the other is not. This is what we try to do in a breathwork session or anytime you're releasing something, this is what you want to do. You want to just feel the emotion and allow it to express in your body. If that means you cry, you grab a pillow, you scream into the pillow, whatever it is. And once you express it, then it passes within that sort of 90 second period. However, if you don't express it, if you hold on to it, if you really like sort of clamp down on it, that's when it leads to that, that sort of panic attack experience. I'm talking from my own personal experience here, what I understand and what I've experienced in my life. But regarding the time when energy releases, it can also come in waves where some energy moves, creates tears, then more energy moves and there are more tears. So it can seem like you're crying sometimes for like five minutes. Also, when you do something like breath work, you transcend time. Time doesn't exist. So one hour is gone in what feels like 10 minutes, but the crying portion can feel like an hour. But let me go back to what I said earlier. Trauma is nothing to fear. Trauma is nothing to fear. Avoiding it only prolongs the inevitable release of the energy stored within you. That's really, really important to think about. It's inevitable that that energy is going to release. And like I said, if it doesn't, it leads to illness or as they call it, disease. Dis-ease. So all energy must move. It just can't stay blocked and stagnant in the body. You may, however, be storing energy from 20 years ago, being completely unaware of it, or you may be storing it from 20 minutes ago. If it's long-term trauma, it's often unconscious until the body and the mind get triggered. And usually... If it's long-term trauma, the person's body will be physically suffering. And so it might lead them to exploring like, why am I always in pain? Why do I have chronic fatigue? Why am I always getting sick? You know, why have I got this thyroid problem? Why have I got cancer? If it's short-term trauma, this is usually more surface and faster to process and move. So think about a time when you snapped at someone or maybe a time when someone snapped at you. 
I'm sure you've experienced both. It wasn't a momentary thing, a reaction that was a single event. It wasn't, say, because someone didn't do the dishes, for example. Something, possibly many things happened to you before you snapped or that person. This could have been weeks or months leading up to the event. However, it could also have been an old belief or a wound resurfacing. I remember having this experience with past boyfriends and finding myself not feeling seen or heard and not able to express myself. And so because that occurred, things just bottled up and the pressure just rose within me and then one day I'd snap. And that one day it it would seem to this boyfriend of mine at the time that I was snapping because of this one strange, curious, weird little thing. And he would be very perplexed as to why it upset me so much. But really it was those deeper layers of wounding that was there and that inability to express myself all of those times prior. Whereas had I just said in that moment how I felt, it would have been expressed and then I could have continued without bottling that, holding that in. And so if you have this situation where more and more negative emotions are experienced continuously, it just becomes too much for the body to hold. And then like an active volcano, when the pressure gets too high, it blows. You don't have to have had an awful childhood to have trauma. And I think this is one thing people do is they even judge their trauma. They judge the worthiness of themselves having trauma. I'm not worthy to be feeling this way because I didn't have a bad childhood. I've said that myself in the past. Like, why am I feeling this way? I'm not allowed to feel this way. I have no reason to feel this way. I should be just fine. I want to just emphasize that because I I think a lot of us grew up with things that weren't great at home, but a lot of us had like okay childhoods too. And just because one person experienced something really, really hardcore like abuse doesn't mean that they are more traumatized than you. So please don't judge trauma in that way. It really comes down to the person and how you process something, how sensitive you are, and whether you allow yourself to move through that or whether you deny yourself that opportunity to move the trauma. But eventually it'll want to move. That energy within you will need to move. So it's really important that we learn how to release it. You don't have to make any sense of what it is that you're releasing. You just have to let it go when it comes up. And you don't have to do breath work to to have these releases, as I've mentioned. But breath work is an incredible modality for helping you get there if you're willing to allow it to happen, to allow yourself to be vulnerable. And I will add a little uh, sales pitch here because I do have a pre-recorded breath work course that's excellent for this because you can do it in the comfort of your own home and you can scream or you can cry You can do all you want without feeling subconscious about it. In fact, I just got a review about one of the practices that a 
client of mine did today. There are four of them to do. And this beautiful soul said, and I quote, wow, just wow. At first I started to resist, then realized it's energy moving through. Bianca guiding through meditation really helped me. I had some powerful energy move through my body and a big release towards the end and then connected to my inner child. As things slowed, I felt my heart open and expand and white light coming in. Thank you, Bianca, for creating this, which allows me to do it in my own home. So much gratitude. I'm looking forward to the others. So when you're ready, this program is here for you to do and to get your energy to move so you can feel lighter and more elevated and whole and really be and embody your truest self. Step into the highest version of yourself. And we are really like the layers of an onion. If you've never really focused on or had the opportunity to move a lot of the tension and trauma that you're storing in your body, it kind of comes off in layers. So at first it'll just be the superficial stuff and then you'll go deeper and deeper and deeper the more you do it. But thank you for sticking around and stay tuned now for the story that I want to share about my experiencing processing some trauma. I hope you got a lot out of what we discussed today and um, and the story that I have to share coming up now. Much love and gratitude to you. If you don't tune in again before Christmas time, just sending you so much love for this holiday period. Take care. Make sure you do slow down. Take the time to sit, close your eyes, breathe. Just try to give yourself some space during this potentially silly season. Thank you and sending you so much love. Hello, friends. This week I am coming at you from Spring Mountain, I believe it's called. So last night I went for a beautiful healing session, a biofield tuning healing session. And biofield tuning is all about healing what is in our aura, our biofield is what it is technically called. And I had this really interesting experience and I wanted to share it with you. They comb the auric field with the tuning forks. And as they're combing the field, they are getting information from the sound that comes through the forks. So it vibrates in a particular way. And if it pings like a high-pitched sound or something like that, the practitioner will identify that as an area of need where there could be more harmony in your vibrational space. And so she came to this place in my field and she had said to me at the beginning, now if anything just pops in, if a memory, a visual or anything just comes in, please say it, share it with me because it firstly, it might be helpful to me, but it will also potentially be helpful to you in terms of your healing to actually speak it out, which I totally 
agree with. I always find that when I talk things through, sometimes just with myself, I get some resolution. So all of a sudden, right at the beginning, I had this visual flash into my mind of a time when I was very young, so young that I potentially don't have a memory for this. It's potentially a memory that I was given verbally by my parents who shared this story with me. And it was about my sister and I, and where we lived, we had a channel out the front of our place. It was right in our driveway. Our driveway like had a little kind of bridge that went over the channel. And mum and dad had told us to stay away from the channel, that the channel's dangerous. And so the story that I was told is that my sister, who was about one, I believe at the time, which would have meant that I was about two and a half, maybe almost three. My sister fell in the channel. I hesitated to run inside to tell my parents what was going on because I was really afraid that I was gonna get into trouble. So as a, an almost three-year-old, I knew that I could get into trouble and that I knew that we were doing something we shouldn't have been doing, playing near the channel. Now my sister fell in and my sister was gone. I couldn't see her. And so I, of course, ran inside and I told my parents, I don't know how long I hesitated for, but I ran in and I told them that Olivia was in the channel and they came out and my dad said that he jumped in the channel and pulled Olivia out. They couldn't see her. I believe she was stuck in something under the water, a pipe or something. And they pulled her little body out that was, she was blue in the face, but they were able to resuscitate her and she didn't retain any brain damage or anything, which was, such a blessing but I did not expect that when she was combing my field that I would have a memory come up of when I was so little that I literally have no memory of I've created a memory in my mind that I think is mine but I'm pretty sure it's a memory that my parents told me but as she said the body doesn't forget the body stores the trauma and in that moment, when I saw that visual come into my mind, this instant sobbing started happening. It was between kind of my, my heart and my solar plexus. And I just started crying. I don't know what I was crying about. You know, it was something that I don't actually remember in my brain. All I know is that story that I was told. And I've also been having this pain in my shoulder, in my, in my back, like my upper back, scapular area. And she also shared with me, because as that was happening, I actually noticed that the pain was decreasing in this area. She shared with me that this particular area is actually connected with grief. And I think that as I sort of cried that out and breathed through that moment, I released a trauma that had occurred to me that my body was storing that I had no knowledge about. And so I found it super fascinating. And I remember feeling a little embarrassed almost that this had happened. I said, you know, 
This is like 40 years ago. How could I be having a memory and something come up from 40 years ago? And she's like, the body doesn't forget. Biofield tuning, like breathwork, really helps us to release trauma. So if you haven't tried breathwork or biofield tuning, I really encourage you to tap into those modalities that are going to help you to rejuvenate the energy, to move the energy in the body so that you can let it go, so that you can process something that your body's holding on to, that you have no knowledge that your body's even holding on to it. In fact, when I take breathwork sessions, particularly with one-on-one -on -one clients, well, with anyone really, and people have releases, sometimes I'll see it. They will be physically emotional, or there'll be physical pain, or there'll be coughing, or something will be coming out of their body. I know in that moment that there's trauma being released. It doesn't have to always look like that. We store trauma and tension and stress in our bodies. If you're not aware of that by now, please keep watching my videos and please come and try a breathwork session because they're so valuable. It's so important that we let go of the things we're holding on to, to feel freer, to feel lighter. And that was exactly the word I used to describe how I felt at the end of that session when she asked me. I said, I feel lighter. I feel clearer. I feel like my channel is open, more open. I also did a breathwork session yesterday and that really helped release some of this tension in my shoulder. So I'll do lots of grounding as well to try and get the energy in my body moving and being healed by the electricity in the earth. So I would really encourage you to do that today as well if you haven't already to take your shoes off and go and sit or stand on the grass for at least 30 minutes. This is a new practice I'm implementing myself to see the radical shifts it's going to have on my electric body. And you have an electric body too, my friend. So we've got to do these things to help us process this energy. So if that is biofield tuning, because that's what you're drawn to, then that's where you start. If that's breath work, because that's where you're drawn to, then that's where you start. If that's sitting on the ground with your feet on the ground, bare feet, that's where you start. I guess my message, there are many today, but one of my major messages is get started, work through the trauma in your body. You know, I didn't cry for longer than about 90 seconds, but you know, I felt it really deeply, really strong grief and guilt and shame come out of my body. And I felt so much lighter for it afterwards. So please take care of yourselves, get out in nature, get your feet on the ground, breathe, breathe it all in, let it all go. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. So much love to you and until next time.